Lime, duh. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Hello, let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host. I'm one of your guys, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky, Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Clap, clap for myself. Donnie Wrestling. Clap, clap for myself, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. Oh, Mr. Nice Jew! <laughs> A.K.A. the modern day spoof and goof. Uh, stupid, 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 stupid. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 She's mine. And, baby! What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy. And tonight, baby, it's got to be spicy wrestling reactions. Why don't you shut up, Steve? Okay, and look, let me just, we, we got way too much to cover, arguably. But let me just introduce who I got here with me. The Supermark, Nick Tulo. What is up? Oh, you know, it's 10.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Tito with Tulo. I am, wow, I am aroused. Wow, so we have Nick Tulo here <laughs> on the regular episode, and I'll get into that. But before I do, if you're a supporter of the show, you are a fan of the show, know we are grassroots. We do the show without a big uh, without a big produ- production company behind us, anything, and that's why we're able to give you all the cool, unfiltered content. But you just support us at patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. And look, this isn't charity, baby. We give you tons of bonus episodes. We give you a bonus episode every single a week that's more focused on NXT and AEW normally with Nick Tulo, but this week the Hobbs and Shaw movie dissection where we dissect movies that have pro wrestlers episodes uh, uh, pro wrestlers acting in it uh, so we have Hobbs and Shaw episode out now at the producer level Ooh. okay uh, 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 n- another another announcement is whoa the, the T-shirt you've all been clamoring for has been designed by oh, wow. Lauren Moran. <laughs> okay. The One of My Guys T-shirt will be on sale next week. More details coming. But I will say Whew. patrons will have first dibs on wow. these shirts. Okay. So I'll post well, that. We'll be getting more info about that next week. Tulo's got a little bit of a taste. He's not going to say any. Ooh. No spoilers or anything. But spiciness or level, where are you at? Uh, listen. If you're in a merch freeze, you're probably gonna be thawed out and uh, and and ready and Absolutely. ready to a dragon to is gonna us. fly in and fucking burn that wall down. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure, absolutely. And also, just a friendly reminder that WrestleMania tickets for wow. Tampa 
Uh, WrestleMania 36, which is April 5th, I believe, 2020. Those go on sale this Friday. Um, and I believe the pre-sale is already happening. I don't know the exact details on it. But, you know, this is a pro wrestling podcast. Figured that was a nice reminder to give wow. people. And I know that there will be a big cow presence down there. Uh, yes. Uh, many, wrestle- many, many uh, jabroniacs will be TDIT touching down in Tampa. For sure. Okay, uh, and uh, yeah, more details of that stuff to come. But if you're looking to go, those tickets go on sale on Friday. Okay, now look, you'll notice Tulo here on the regular episode. We were supposed to be in studio. For yeah, the, what happened for this episode? <laughs> okay, and uh, um, this is you're right. I think it's so funny what happened that I have to share, yeah. which is that <laughs> UCB is hosting a fundraiser. Oh, okay. For Kamala Harris. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, I, I know too well. She's running for president of the United States of America. Mm. She's one of the Democratic candidates. She's, she's up there. I don't think she has a shot currently, <laughs> but uh, she's doing a fundraiser there. And the Secret Service has <laughs> shut down the fucking cow studio. Oh, come on. <laughs> I swear to God. Under, Security, under, under siege. siege. <laughs> under siege. <laughs> I swear. To, Hold on. There it is. Yeah. Under. <laughs> siege. Oh, man. Uh, so, anyway, the Cow Studios is right now has a presidential candidate in there. Um, and we couldn't get in there. We just found out today. They're I had like, no at idea. At 4 p.m., UCB goes on lockdown. The security, they said there's going to be over 100 LAPD officers in the county. Yeah, yeah, anyway. So, um, anyway, the whole point is that, uh, to say is that this week, uh, the Patreon episode, since we put out the Hobbs and Shaw bonus episode, I wanted to give you guys a little taste of what me and Tulo do on the bonus episode. So, yeah. we're going to combine the normal episode with the Patreon episode, which was going to be free this week anyway. And we're going right. to do a bunch of stuff that we would do over there, like my top five, which is normally yes. in the bonus episode. I'm going to do my I- top five here. We might get a little bit of Tulo time, which people yeah. don't even, if you're not a Patreon oh. subscriber, you don't even know what that is. Wow. How about, uh, can I talk about my hot guys? <laughs> and you, yeah, we'll, uh, two of hot guys list. Uh, yeah. Uh, hot guys of the week. Hot guys hot of the week. Hot guys I think. of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Hunks of the week. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so where we deep dive into NXT and AEW and Ooh. truthfully, this works out. You know what? This kind of works out. I just want to thank Kamala Harris, even though, uh, I will, she, I will, <laughs> she's, she lost all the votes of the Jabroniac nation. Um, I didn't, I had no idea who, who the fuck she was to be honest with you, oh I guess that's it. I was trying to gauge how actually stupid you were, but it looks like yeah. it was pretty high. Randy Orton did pretty not high. think you're a smart guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so here's the deal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, so I think it works out because Raw and SmackDown this week, man, uh, I don't have a lot of good things to say. And look, I'm generally yeah. trying to keep it positive here. I think their trip overseas to the UK was an unsuccessful one, in my <laughs> yes. opinion. For Even sure. some things that sound cool on paper didn't really feel cool. 
Um, yeah. And we will get into that. And I think that's, I think, you know, but so I'm saying this gives us a nice opportunity to deep dive into the AEW and NXT <laughs> stuff. We're coming off full gear. There's so much to say. I'm literally exploding. But the one thing I do yeah. want to say before we get into all of it. Yes. Is I'm getting a lot of messages about the cow title. Okay. Oh, and look, I, 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 I've been a respectful guy for a while. Here's what I want to say to our current cow heavyweight champion, Ify Nwadaway. You said mm-hmm. every opportunity to come on this podcast. And, I, and look, I accept the defeat. I've said this before. I accept the defeat. The man has had every opportunity to come on here. And also forget about coming on the podcast. Just put, the, put it on the line and be a fighting champion. What he's done right now is made the cow title look basically feels like it doesn't even exist right now and i just want to say if he if i don't see any action on that and it doesn't have to be towards me you don't have to give me a title shot you choose put it on the line if i'm not a worthy competitor that's it but look if you don't take some sort of action i'm gonna take it so that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying we got way too much wrestling to cover to say even more than that Mm -hmm. but just know that uh Dude, hey, if you need to know, yeah, if you need to know how, if you need some tips and stuff, let me know. I'm I'm pretty seasoned and taking action on that loser. I I know, I know. You took action, and I, you know, you took action your way, which I disagreed with when he came Mm -hmm. to New York, which we've talked about. If you can see it on the Community Wrestling Facebook page, there's a video of Nick Tulo uh, (laughs) attacking Iffy with a a briefcase, but while he was at some kind of bar drinking a little bit of the bubbly, and Mm -hmm. uh, and look, look. My tact, I've been messaging him privately. It's not a very sexy approach or anything, but I've been kind of nudging him and I even had Letterman reach out to him. And so, look, look, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Just know if you've had ample opportunities here and uh, I'll have to take it into my hands and maybe go out of my slightly out of my comfort zone to handle it. Anyway, would you, you want to talk about the wrestling of the week? What do you say? I mean, I think that would be Should great. I ring the bell? Uh, Should I ring the bell? It. Hit it. Okay. Ooh. So look, I, I don't even. Uh, this is what I say every week. I don't know where to begin. Yeah. But I think. <laughs> but I, what I think the place that I would like to begin is, okay. and we got it. Uh, is I want to discuss AEW and the fallout of Full Gear. Okay. And w- where I'm at. Okay. I think you and I, and this is a little taste of the Patreon here. I think you and I are in agreement about a lot of professional wrestling, but yes, it, there is definitely a divide where you are more, you're an NXT guy Uh and it is just clear to me daily that I am an AEW guy. (laughs) I mean, I just, I adore AEW. I mean, I'm not saying they do everything perfectly. I'm not saying that there's things I wouldn't change. And I'm not saying that they're going to be free from criticism. But after this full gear and even before it, we've known it. I can't help but feel like the AEW is officially pro wrestling for adults. I I am watching it. I went to a party to watch full gear with a bunch of people and yes. I did not feel that feeling that I'm not saying NXT gives me. I'm not saying it, but I'm saying mm-hmm. more AEW. I had a feeling where I was like, I think I could show this to just someone. And, and I always talk about the Wadowski test. John Wadowski yes. is our mutual friend, casual professional wrestling fan. He's been on the mm-hmm. podcast in the past. 
but I just think about him. He's dipped out. He's more of a sports guy, but watched during the Attitude Era, but still respects wrestling, but struggles when he puts on Raw. Struggles to understand why he's watching this thing. And I'm like, I think this would pass the Winowski test, where I think I could put it th- I could put on AEW for him and be like, I'm digging what I'm seeing here. This is cool. Yeah, this is cool stuff, especially full gear and especially those last two matches. The next thing I want to say that is kind of a new thing about AEW is that it, I've also realized that it is very much my style. It's mm-hmm. extre- it, and, 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 and what I mean by that is it's it has a heavy comedy bent to it. Oh, uh, yeah. We it, saw that tonight. Big time. Absolutely. There's a the comedy in AEW. I feel like is perfect wrestling comedy, and I think tonight on Dynamite they really nailed the comedy. And the reason yeah. it works is like I don't want wrestling to be a joke. I take wrestling real seriously, but I feel like once the bell rings, the jokes are over. You know it, what I mean? Yeah. And I think that now it doesn't mean that there's not funny spots, especially when you have a ma- a, a, t- a team like a uh, um, jungle boy on the back of a dinosaur. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, a, right, that, exactly. that's, a, that's kind of a different thing. And, and I know your argument will be some of those tag matches get a little chaotic and can bleed into a little bit comedy where it's not serious for you. But I still I, I, I do enjoy that. I think that's a way to right. make tag wrestling work but that's just a preference thing Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is like take jericho uh for example take jericho take mjf uh and take even um uh like um like uh ortiz and and santana these guys have like their segments have funny things that happen but they feel these guys all feel dangerous you know if you get hit with the judas effect you're done so you know, yeah. like Jericho is a real threat. You know, which I've said before, but you know that like Tito uh, 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 and I keep I always want to call them LAX. <laughs> you know call them mean? LAX, it's fine. That's who they are. I mean, it's fine. Tito, no, it's not, I was gonna say Tito and or, Tito, Tito Santana, but it's or Can, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, but like you know, these guys are gonna throw you through something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they might yeah. be a or, little fucking goofy before that. I just I just think. Yeah, well, the one of one of them and wears the like the, the orange the Cassidy shoes. spot tonight, right? Oh my god, the orange Cassidy spot. So it's like these guys are having a serious beatdown, like a no joke beatdown. The young uh, Matt Jackson throws Santana or Ortiz through <laughs> yeah. a, uh, through a table, right, and and like slams him through that table, yeah. and then the, one of the guys jumps off the top of the uh, yeah, some the kind of tra- forklift. They're beating the shit out of each other. They smash through a door. Boom. Perfectly Boom. timed, hilarious moment where I'm like, oh, these guys are beating the shit out of each other. Boom. Orange Cassidy standing there, hands in his pocket, just chilling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they slowly close the door like this is weird and go back to fighting each other. It's I, I it's my, it's for me. It's a little yes. tongue in cheek, well, but the you know wrestling still goes extreme. It's funny you mention that because uh, I listened to the. Chris D'Elia podcast and yeah. I'm like a fan I follow him on social media and he just saw Orange Cassie for the first time like in a Twitter clip and he like yeah. reposted it and was like how how have I lived my life not knowing that this guy didn't exist right. and now that I have he's like he's he's I'm like a fan. He's that's it. I'm a fan forever. Like he's hilarious. Right. Like you know and it's and it's so and true. Delia's like, not a wrestling guy. No, it, I no, would know if like, D'Elia is a wrestling guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. 
I, I uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's that, that, that's all. That's all I just wanted to say is that I just think AEW. I mean, look, we'll get into all the specifics of tonight, but I just think well, for me, it does hit on my attitude era moments. But I will say, without the fucking unnecessary Vince McMahon swampiness that we're seeing, yeah. like the Lonnie Lana Lashley feud, like yeah. they're like, oh, we want to make an edgier product, and then boom, that's what they do. The, yeah. the most hideous storyline in wrestling. It's okay. It's it's wild. Yeah, I said no, a lot. I, understand what you said. I said a lot. How are you well, feeling? Let's uh, let's focus this up. Coming off full gear, I'll focus this question for you. Coming off full gear, you're an NXT right. guy. You're watching yes. NXT tonight. Where, where where are you at? And it's not well. Look, it's not a competition. I just think it's interesting that you and I have different tastes that way. I, I find that awesome. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I mean, wow. I, I mean, like, it's it like you like you said. Like, where do you start? You know, it's like Jesus, man. I mean, and you know, I'm double rigging, and I got you know, I got NXT on the big screen. Yeah. I got AEW small screen. Like you said, you know, how AEW plays to what you like, NXT plays to what I like. It's very focused on the wrestling, and I feel like a lot of the storytelling is done in the ring. Uh, they haven't missed a beat going to live TV. It's pretty much flawless, you know? Uh, it's high intensity. It's fast-paced. It's heavy-hitting. And, like, it's just everything always matters, you know? Um, and it, you're not getting the comedy spots that you would get in AEW, but you're getting, like, you know, really deep-rooted rivalry and storylines at all times and always being, like, into it. So... Uh, right. I mean, but you're also not getting in NXT. You're not getting the promo exposition that you're getting in 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 AEW. Uh, right. A lot of the storytelling comes from Moro explaining things. Well, or, well, but at the same time, you also got like a really in like awesome promo from um, from Finn Balor tonight. You know, like I mean. Yeah, yeah, dude, I that thing. I, I know. Hot I, mean, I, I, I don't. I'm not in love with that promo from Finn Balor. But yeah, I mean, but like for me, for some reason, it's really, it's really hitting on all. You know, like it checks everything for me. Like, okay, like I, I'm here for this, and then he comes back out, and you know, gets himself. You know, Riddle comes and attacks him. You know, like he picked his target. It's Matt Riddle. You know, now that John, now that he put Johnny on the shelf, and it just, yeah. it just all, it just all makes sense. It does like, make sense. It's like Gargano's out. Finn's like, I took him out so easily. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of was hoping that Finn's deal was not like, oh, look, this NXT place sucks now. I was kind of hoping that Finn's deal was going to be a little more. Because uh, I guess his thing was he when he first came in he complimented NXT. He's like you can't hide here, you know. And I kind of thought that was cool that he holds NXT in such high regard. But I guess you could argue it's like Gargano got hurt, so it's like these are the the the, the brightest and and I hurt them so easily. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. But I then yeah. we kind of do lose what's cool about Finn, which is like the main roster sucked. Like they're making me job out to these idiots and like you can't hide in NXT. So I'm here for the competition. I kind of liked him respecting NXT. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I think he's doing that. Like now, he's going after. Like I don't know. I just feel like uh, I, I think it's a little too complicated in that sense. I'm just enjoying it for like, man, we're getting a side of Finn that we never seen before, well, look, and it's like I, you know, and they're now they're like yeah. they're focusing it on being him. Like 
from his entrance when he puts his arms up and they black out the crowd and the spotlight's just on him. When he's cutting his promos, the spotlight's just on him. He's a viable threat now. He ripped his shirt off tonight, and I was just like, uh, is he like fucking Bruce Lee? I mean, what's going on here? I know, like, that's hilarious. He, my, I was sitting watching with my brother, and then Finn showed up, and I said to my brother, I was like, yo, yo, yo check out, look, look at Finn with his shirt off. I was like, he looks like Bruce Lee. The exact <laughs> reference I gave was Bruce Lee. I swear to God. We could call <laughs> I can ask him right now. I said, he looks like Bruce Lee. It was my exact. Dude, uh, I mean, yeah. I, you know, like Jean-Claude Van Damme, whatever, whoever you want to call yeah. him. He looked like him. Well, like, I want to call Bruce Lee also. Yeah, well, of course, well, now he's officially Bruce Lee. Yeah. But, like, I mean, just just wow. Like, you know, and, and he could, you know, it just look around. Like, I'm into Damian Priest, Pete Dunne, and Killian Dane. Why is that a thing that I'm going to love watching at War Games? I don't know, because they just brawled out. And it's no, it's no bullshit. You okay, know? Like, so here, I, I, so here's, I, 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 here's what I want to talk about because I, I, I hear what you say, and this is what I want to, yeah. I want to kind of, not, not rebut, but I just want to talk about it, which yeah. is. I agree with one thing you're saying. I think it's great, which is the NXT studio has such a great look to it. Like they, they clearly, when they talk about camera angles, AEW yeah. is not nailing the camera no. work at all. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, but, but it does work for them because it makes it feel indie. Like I, I, there yeah, is yeah. a thing about it where it feels like a little more new Japan style where yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the cameraman's just trying to get the action. They're not playing for the cameras. And yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. kind of is part of the style and something that I do dig about it. It's kind of like, uh-huh. It has, uh, I, I want to call it a WCW vibe, which is kind of tricky because I wasn't a big WCW mark, but maybe right. as I'm older, I think I appreciate it, its grittiness a little more. Um, but when it comes to like the pyro in AEW, right? I love yeah. the pyro. I like the pyro in AEW more than WWE's pyro. Now, uh, I agree. W, you, you, you agree. WWE's yeah. pyro is technically more impressive. You know what I mean? It's like right. it, 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 it's sometimes like it's way over the top, and but it feels a little sterile. It, the, the AEW pyro is 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 uh, just a little. I don't know. It's like a little. Well, you know what? You know what's cool though? Like now you're talking about also pyro. The colors. Like, they use way more colors. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, yeah. it's a little more of like it feels. Here's what I want to say. It's a little more of like here's a fighter coming out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a little more like let's celebrate this fighter. And sometimes I'm more swept up in the display itself than the guy. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. WWE. Makes sense. Well, yeah, no, totally. And and speaking of that, just like, well, this is my point. I was going to say it's like. You know, it's funny because then you look at NXT and there's never any pyro, right? No. And for some reason, it's like they nail entrances in NXT, well, right? Yeah, they make, so this, wait, they wait, make wait. it like a theatrical por- you know, performance that you don't – it's like, oh, okay. Like I don't even realize that there's no pyro. It's not something like I crave on NXT. No, here's it's why. Like and I got derailed. This is my point. I'll let you respond yeah. to this. But I just want to say yeah, okay. I got derailed by AEW pyro. And you know, this show, yeah. we bounce around, yeah, all baby. Around. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I'm saying that – one thing, uh, uh, one thing, NXT does not have pyro, but they are really slick with their camera work. Like the, uh, Triple H is very big into the production of it, so it feels yeah. like a very polished TV show. So Finn yep. Balor comes out, he puts the guns out. Clearly, Triple H had him stand in. Here's where he stand yep. with the guns. Let's light him properly. Here's how the hard, like the the main cams here, Finn. 
play to this camera. Right. There's a lot of that work. It's a lot of direct uh, direction. And so you totally. have a shot where like Finn gets in the ring, he puts the guns, and they're like, we're going to get the Finn Balor emblem from the screen on the ceiling. We're going to get that in and then have Unreal. him, be, right? They're going to frame him kind of like Mr. Robot style on the side. You know what I mean? So like, and that is beautiful. And that's why you don't need the pyro because the camera Man. work, it's more yeah. artistically, there's more cinematography. Yep. A hundred percent. That's it, man. Wow, that was really you didn't just by the Dan, you just nailed that. Oh, thank you. That was you. incredible. Well, that thank was, you. That was, well, as a guy who sat I mean, in the what uh, sat behind monitors all summer watching yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DP That's, direct yeah, yeah. over Mike uh, yeah. <laughs> and being like, hey, can I, can you feed her this joke? Uh, yeah. Like whatever, whatever, you know, uh, whatever, whatever I was up to there, I really learned a lot about angles and catching. It's kind of nuts. I got a master class in it. But anyway, that's not even the point. The other point I'm saying <laughs> is that when these, when, when NXT matches start, right? NXT yeah. kicks off. I know, I'm told, I'm fucking fired up, baby. Yo, I, baby, I, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna say, when I started Wednesday Night Rigging, I kind of wasn't in the mood, which sounds crazy, but I felt yeah. like full gear was so hot that I was kind of like, oh, you know when you have that like post pay-per-view reset? Huh. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I don't want to reset right now. I like liked <laughs> what I saw, but like, okay, now we got to go forward. And then I'm kind of scared that I'm not going to like the direction of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a feeling. Tonight, but then I got, tonight, I watched it and I uh, felt fired up. Tonight was insane, dude. I mean, wow. I, I, okay. How here's my last question before we get derailed. Go, go, yeah, go, I was go, saying, go. well, so when Angel is in the ring uh, going against Leo for the, the Cruiserweight title, right? Correct. Yes. The, the, so... The, it feels like a championship match is going to uh, begin yeah. because of those white spotlights they do. You know that what? move okay, in unison. So that's funny. Yes. What? No, that's I. You know, you notice that because I noticed that with uh, with AEW and NXT, like they know how to properly light better. WWE, everything is so fucking bright; it's blinding. Like they're doing a, the women's tag match. Between Asuka and Kyrie, what are you pouring? That was the most oh. audible. Was that loud? <laughs> oh, you know why? Because I put the mic down to pour. So that I, I just mic'd up my pour by accident. <laughs> I just I just put a directional microphone on a pour. What what's that stuff when what, what's that stuff when people listen to sounds? SMR ASMR or oh, something yeah, like that? ASMR. That was, uh, whoa, that was like that in, oh, dude, that was like in oh, I'm gonna give you a little more because uh, I, I wanna hear now, right? <laughs> was that it? No, it was la- it was way uh, louder, dude. Because it's already filled, so you're not getting the full juice. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, the second oh, pour okay. was a dud. But look, it, um, no, it's a little long. <laughs> you know what it is. Ask me what I'm drinking. <laughs> well, what are you drinking? Uh, 365 organic unsweetened black tea. Duh. What? Duh, obviously. <laughs> this is what I've been drinking when I'm at home. I don't have the access to the LaCroix that I have in the studio. Thanks to fucking Kamala Harris, who's stone colding all oh, my God. LaCroix right now. That's yeah, fucking terrible. I'm saying God so NXT it. production value is amazing, and that's what's cool about being in the same studio, also. So they have that. Yeah. And it's great. You know what I love about NXT, by the way? That ramp looks brutal. It looks uh, like yeah. a cage. Like it looks, I don't know what it's made out of, but it looks like a cage, like like it looks like it it has spikes or something. Oh, it's like the yeah, it's like the diamond plate uh yeah. flooring. Yeah. That shit that shit's yeah, it looks nasty. When when Finn Dropped uh, Johnny on his head on that thing. It was like you, like you knew it. Like this shit looks dangerous. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like it was. It broke his. Like it would break his neck. Right. I so mean, anyway, not as, AW, not as dangerous as the uh, AW entrance at Full Gear. You know. 
Wow. I mean, we'll get into that. I, I mean, we have way too much to cover. This is insane. Okay. This is nuts. So look, here's what I want to say about NXT while we're in it. I'm, I'm not a war games guy. I, I mean, I'm sounding so... I, I, by the way, I love NXT. I just want to say before, it's like I'm an NXT hating. I was... I had the Keith Lee, Roddy Strong match. W- what are you doing? Crumbling up of a newspaper? Oh, sorry. I was throwing something out. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Were you, I thought you were doing the Cone Mari method. I, I forgot I was doing a podcast there. You know what? Do I you forgot. still have those papers? What papers? <laughs> Whatever you just threw out. Do you have any paper? No, no I don't. And then I'll be. Oh, I walk okay. away. Uh, okay. Uh, maybe do a, little, do a little Komari method quick. Oh. You want to put a wrestler in your hand? How do I? <laughs> no, I, I, I got the sound effect, all right? You tell me. Okay, close your eyes. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Okay, I'm going to put a wrestler. You're going to name a wrestler. And then you have to say, no. think about it. And you can think out loud. Do they bring you any joy? And if okay. not. You'll thank them for their service, and then yes. we will put them in the trash and delete okay. them. We put them Are in you- the, the, <laughs> the the Mac Book Pro trash OS system, whatever, and we let them go. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. The rest I'm going to name. Bobby Lashley. Uh, throw that motherfucker in the trash. <laughs> no, no, that's not how you do this. All right, but no, no, no. Just show him respect. Have you head. ever watched? Did you watch yeah. Marie Kondo? You think she talks I, like that? I, She's I'm like sorry, a very respectful but... woman. I mean, what right, do you do? I, I have, you can't bring your Bobby Long Lashley. Island shit to this, okay? I have, I have little, I have little tiny Bobby Lashley in my hands. No, no, no we don't him. need that either. Here's uh, what I need. Okay. okay, we don't need you. I just need you to really close. All right, what's going All on right. there? Go in an isolated room. I, I don't like this. Okay, I'm hearing I'm a lot ready. of action over there. Okay. I'm okay. sitting down. Okay. Take a deep breath, and we need to audibly hear it. Okay, close your eyes. Close my eyes. Cup your hands. My hands okay. are cupped. I'm going to name a wrestler, okay? And I want you to really think about if they've given you or, or are currently giving you any joy. And okay. if not, and you could talk us through it. I want to hear the okay. thought process. And then okay. your conclusion will be they're not bringing me joy or they are. I remember and if not, now. we Got will it. throw them. In the trash. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, the the wrestler. No, no laughing. The reset. Okay. Reset. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. The wrestler that I am naming for you right now is Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Uh, while he does a lot of great stuff for people and things. Um, I, no, I, yeah, he, I got nothing to say about Titus O'Neil. Um, does he bring you any joy? He brings me, uh, literally zero joy. Okay. So thank him for his wrestling abilities and services. Titus, thank you for your wrestling abilities and services. And then throw him in the trash. And you are in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And he's been deleted. <laughs> deleted. <laughs> Thank God. Oh. Okay. All right. Anyway, that was great. So now we just got, <laughs> now we're one wrestler down. You want to do one you, more? Want to do one more? No, I'm okay. good. All right. Good. But good. I, I honestly, t- the weight of Titus's life and soul being lifted off Didn't out of good. mine. If, if I feel so much better, dude, that was an amazing experience. Okay. Great. <sighs> anyway. All right. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so Wait. NXT War Games. All right, so this okay. thing, I've said it, I'm not a War Games guy. Here's okay. my beef with it, is that the teams feel so arbitrary. And then, and 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 you know what? I love the War Games pay-per-view. It's a good time. I'm saying I love watching it. It's a good time. But, like, the lead-up to it, I don't care about because, like, five-man teams, they don't, you know, it's just kind of nothing. And then mixed in with the sloppiness of Survivor Series, we're also fighting the main roster. I mean, yeah. dude, I'm, it's... it's it's, it's sloppy. Yeah, what they need to do is they need to, next year, not put War Games and NX, uh, and Survivor Series on the same weekend. Like, they got to separate them. Like, they can't, they can't be, they can't, they can't go hand in hand, you know, because they're too similar and it doesn't make any sense. Right, like, they're really, it's, the whole thing is so convoluted. Like, it's like this survi- well, this are Survivor you following, Series, do you know who's on any, t- you, you might be more of an NXT I, head than I am where, like, I, I know don't know every, who's on I know what every single team. thing. I know every single thing. I don't know who's on what team. It was like me and Yim wrestling Io Shirai. Loved the match. The match was fantastic. Fucking insane. That, I mean, uh, and it was great. And also props to NXT for going over because as yeah. a guy who's double rigging, that going over time is the eight minutes is very valuable because then valuable. I am only watching them. And yep, so they know sure. people who are doing the rig. Uh yeah, I mean, and all the action, all that stuff took place in the in those eight minutes. It's like they knew, yeah, that those eight those eight minutes was 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 where it was at. And you know what I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna give props to two wrestlers, an AEW wrestler and an NXT wrestler who impressed me this week. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, they're two wrestlers who are let's just say it, not my guys. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that does, are you? Camping and are Shut you up. like what the fuck is wrong with you? We're recording I, a podcast. You're not know there with this, is? dude. What do you want me to do, man? I had to feed my fucking dog. He wants some food, man. I, uh, I mean, you can't you I, can't feed a dog before we get on the air. I mean, what is this, Dan? I did, but he wants some food, and instead of him barking, I figured I'm. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Listen, I know. Take me, take me to my resting place. Yeah. It's good. Oh it's good. My. It's good for the podcast. It's good. You think it is? I mean, God. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Okay. Look, here's the deal. Okay. Okay. Two wrestlers I'm giving props to who are not one of my guys. One right. wrestler from NXT. Uh, Mia Yim. Uh, yes. Not a, not a big fan. Don't like. I'm not. You know. You know where we're at with her. But yeah, ultimately, no. the bumps she took tonight, getting yeah. bashed in the face with the ladder. Oh my god! And her nose was bleeding. Right. Yeah, she was busted open. All blood everywhere. Yeah. And that bump she took on the ladder, like from the top of the ladder. I don't think I've ever seen Dude. a woman wrestler take a bump that big. That's like uh like an Ambrose bump, right? The, it's like a Jeff Hardy bump or yeah. a Young Buck bump. I mean, like I've seen the Young Bucks take that same exact bump, actually through tables, not through a fucking ladder. Absolutely. That's like a Jeff Hardy. It's a That's, major bump. And not it not just that, but you add in that she got fucking hit in the fucking face with uh, the fucking ladder before that and also took a bunch of other crazy bumps before that, like right after that part too. So it was like, it was, it was wild. It was mind blown. Yeah, that was a crazy bump. The other wrestler I give props to tonight uh, is Hangman Page. Who, oh, yeah. Uh, not, not one of my guys, but put on a great match with Pac. And uh, I, I, um, I feel like he he is definitely I'm definitely respecting him more. The, by the way, the physique is getting better. He's clearly yeah. figuring out. I noticed that. You noticed that? I definitely. Yeah, I definitely. 
I definitely noticed that. I also noticed that he like I get excited when he runs and dives through through the ropes to the outside now. Like his like hair like flows and he's like he's smooth about it. I was like, you know what? Hangman's starting to win me over. He's not one of my guys, but yeah, he's, he's definitely not one of my guys, but definitely respecting his. I'm definitely yeah. when he comes down to the ring, I'm 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 into I'm happy to watch the match. Also, the finish to that match was sick. Um, Tox just stomping his head in, and then he yeah. does the uh, the what's it the the, the black arrow? Uh, oh, whatever. Black what, arrow. What did it used to yet. be called the the falcon arrow. Oh no, not the falcon arrow. The uh, red arrow. Was it the red arrow? I don't know red, why I thought it was the red uh, arrow. Also, that's not what it was. No, something. It was the arrow. Alex, do you know Alex? Do you know the name of Pox uh, Neville? When he was what was Neville? Neville? When he was Neville, Neville? what was the his arrow. move? The arrow, something arrow, or oh, um, no, no, doesn't matter. Whatever, she'll get it. She'll yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. The, uh, so here's the deal. He does that. Uh, uh, he does that onto Hangman's back. Hangman's on his stomach, so it's onto his yeah. back, and then goes right into uh, the submission finish. That's Dude, onto sick. the onto the back. That move onto the back looks like the most painful thing in the like. As, yeah, ugh. as someone in my back was hurting me pretty recently, and you're yeah. like, oh man, I would I, I would hate if that happened. Anyway, oh. so props to those two wrestlers who are not my guys for taking. I like that. Two steps closer, one step each to becoming my guys, though I would say both wrestlers very, very far away from being one of my guys. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So anyway, uh, all right. Let's get in. So, okay, let's talk about let's talk about full gear and how that relates. And we can bop into dynamite also. But I feel like, look, I think the main things to talk about in full gear is let's start with this Cody Jericho match. Okay. Yes. So, um, I just want to say, talking about entrances, Cody's entrance was incredible at for full gear. Uh, Cody's entrance for full gear. He, he what did he? He didn't do anything special, which I dug. He just did the thing where he rises up. But the pyro yeah. was so sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, was, it was gorge. Lots of color. Right. Looked awesome. That's one thing they do. That they 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 combine the fire and the and the color. Uh, the pyro it looks great, but anyway, to this match, let's talk about the the spot. Okay, Cody jumps. So we notice Cody's been saying online, okay, that he's leaner than ever, right? Or I don't know about right. than ever because he was, you know, when he was like twenty one in WWE, he was leaner, but he's le- more lean than he's been in a long time, lighter, you know. And you could see he did a cartwheel early on, and he did a moonsault, which is not shit he normally does, right? Hmm. So then he jumps over the ca- the he jumps over the ropes, dives over them, and then hits his head on the uh, busts open his head, hitting it on the steel ramp that comes up to the ring. Right. So, me and Shebs are debating this. Do you think that that was planned? Fuck, um, man, I. I can't imagine it was. No, I mean, I don't think so either. What I think no happened, if you rewatched it, and uh, Aaron Finnerty like said he got caught up a little bit. He got caught. My thing is, I think he got caught in the middle. So, like, yeah. you know what happened? I think that comes from him. He's feeling a little cocky about his athleticism now. And I think that he overshot it. He's lighter, so he's used to jumping a little bit uh, with a little bit. You know, he's jumping with the same amount of force, but he's going further. And I think he got caught between a flop and a flip. Yes, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I think that's what happened. Because then all of a sudden, like 
he's like, he kind of just dipped down pretty quickly, like going head first. Like that, nothing bad happens if that stage isn't there, you know? Like he's just going to fall down to the ringside. But I think with the stage, like he, he definitely, uh, he de- that was definitely by accident, yeah. Right, it, it, and and I think it, it, I would say it's by accident. Also, Shebs thinks that he Shebs said gun to the head. He think he pl- he planned that. Which I'm like, I no. don't no, I don't think so at all. But this is so crazy. Thing, here's the nuance of it. Here's what I want. Do you think that he at all? And I'm talking like with a half a second of thought time. Goes all right. Well, this is gonna happen. I should lean more into this a little. Or away. I mean, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's up for debate for me. Because like if I'm Cody, you're like going as hard as possible. He might just be like, yo, this might be a good opportunity to get busted open. No, man, because you, you don't want to. No, that's like diving into a pool, dude. You know, like you're going in head right. first. You can get seriously. You can break his neck or something, man. He's lucky he that wasn't worse than what it was. He can get his fucking. He could have. He could have really fucking killed himself, dude. Like yes. seriously, no joke. Like, so uh, did it work out in everybody's favor? Yeah. I also think they might have actually. That that's a bad cut. That's the cut that uh, Nate Diaz had in this fight, and like they were saying how they stopped the fight for it. Like that's a similar area, yeah. similar kind Ziggler of cut. Had like that cut also a couple dude, years that's back. Not, I think they might have fucking put some crazy glue or some shit on it because I don't understand it how that thing. Bleeding. Yeah, like I don't understand how, and it just didn't keep opening up more and more because it was in such a and like they were going right after it. I mean, Jericho was going right for it. Like there was no hiding it. Like that's what's crazy about these dudes, man. Yo, they're fucking out of their mind, bro. I mean, uh-oh, oh, Dennis. Yeah. yeah, no, thought it was Dennis. Okay, yeah. it was not Dennis. It was uh, my wife. My Your w- my wife. Um, yeah. Okay. So, right. I, I feel like there was a chance that Cody, uh, I don't know. Nah, I, I, yeah. Okay. Whatever. So we're both in agreement that it's just yeah. that Shebs is a maniac. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But here's one thing that is sick is that on dynamite, Cody comes out and opens the cut up. Like that was yeah. crazy. He's, I mean, yeah, he didn't do that on purpose, but Clearly, he came out to fight and well, knew there was an opportunity. And he's he has like stitches in there, and it's bleeding again. Well, it's it's so cool because as he's going out, that guy QT or whatever the guy that eats the apple is like, no, you can't go out there. You can open up the cut, and like yeah, it's like you're not up. cleared. You're not- yeah, you know, and he said you'll open up the cut, like, and yeah. then he fucking opened up the cut. Yeah, like for sure. For like that was great. Like, so let's talk yeah. about the towel moment. What did you think of that moment when it happened? Not the uh, not the turn, just the towel. I, yeah, I was just very underwhelmed by it. Like I, I think with his mom in the front row and his brother and like all that stuff, like there should have been some kind of like real big moment about like NJF like, no, you can't throw the towel. Like, I mean, remember that Cody did it with Omega like back in the day, right? And NJPW, like he was gonna throw the towel in and all the fucking you know, bullet club was there and right. they're like, No, nah, you can't and like it became a whole thing. Like it was just like, oh, I found the towel, and then all of a sudden, you know, I forgot off. about that, and I think I was where was I? I was at a what match was I at? I was at Cody Okada. Yeah, I saw Cody Okada in the Long Beach, and I think oh, that shit. was the thing where I think that was like Omega had the towel. Am I wrong? No, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter who who remembers at this point. But I, that feels ancient. Yeah, that was not just that like long he, ago. Like, the towel came in from off screen. Like, you didn't even get to see Cody, I mean, uh, MJF throw it. Like, all of a sudden, it just came in. It was just like, uh, all right. Like, you know, 
I mean, the turn, it just all felt like you, you kind of knew it was going to happen with him being there. Right. Like, we, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was all worth it tonight. I thought the moment, like, in the ring was, you know, with MJF coming out and, and Jericho was all worth it and stuff. Um, I think yeah. also, dude, how work did you get when Cody's music started and then his fireworks went off, uh, you know, and then MJF came yeah, out? So my brother was with me uh, watching. He's not a big wrestling guy, but he watches yeah. it. He listens to the pod and stuff. You know, he keeps up. And I was like, yo, you got to see Cody's entrance. And I was like, no, that's not him. That's not him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, man. but the focus, I, I love the towel throwing. I thought that was really cool. I think also this early in establishing the towel. Yeah. It's a very cool idea because the towel, yeah, it exists in New Japan, but it doesn't exist in WB, you know? So establishing that that can happen if you have someone in your corner, now we have another tool that differentiates AEW from WB. Now, that being said, I liked MJF doing it because I think the kayfabe of if you have the walls locked in that deep. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think anyone's ever tapped out or gotten out. Like once Jericho goes to one knee and your neck's back, if he gets you in the full walls of Jericho, which he rarely, rarely, rarely does. Dude, he was sitting down in that thing. And then it turned into a full one and it was like fucking, they showed the replay. It looked brutal. It was sick. But I'm saying, so if MJF is like, I know you're not going to tap out. I'm trying to protect you. I thought that was really cool of him being like, yo, I'm sorry. And he's his younger protege. And Cody's conflicted between should I be mad at him or not? That feels super real and good. Then yeah. when, he, when, 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 when he kicked him in the nuts, MJF, I was a little disappointed. I was like, I really want to write out the story of MJF mm-hmm. being so sorry to Cody and yeah. Cody not knowing how to respond. So I kind of felt like I, I exactly I, I kind of felt like oh wow we had the thing at work but I understand the mistake because from a yeah. booking perspective they didn't know it was going to go that well for the crowd yeah. you know what I mean exactly yeah. so you're like it's it's hard it's finding that balance sometimes um, is hard to no, know they knew they knew it was going to go that well every that's what AEW fans are all about like you know everybody's waiting anxiously every AEW fan knows that at some point MJF was going to turn on Cody but then they started to play it off like oh maybe he's not going to do it and then he did it you know but like, I'm saying that to know that ending like a big match a major major match no yeah I, I ending it I was, with just the towel and then him just being I'm sorry there you know there's a there there's a, I don't know I'm just saying because they're so early and they have to over deliver I could see the risk of being like man we you getting that extra Low blow heat is worth it. Yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm here for it. Like, uh, yeah. especially tonight, I thought he came out and absolutely murdered well, it. Like, let's get into that. So MJF comes out on Dynamite and cuts this promo. I would say this: I really enjoyed the segment, especially the Jericho part, which I think is kind of separate. But in terms of MJF healing off, I think I had one problem with it, and it's kind of shows a little bit of. It's always MJF. Everything he does is always a little almost for me, you know? Yeah. Like, he's – and he's super young, so he's got a lot of time to develop. But in terms of the writing, he – to not acknowledge the nuances of what we have there – in the towel throw is a little weird because he just said like, "Oh, I turned on him." But that's not what happened. You threw in the towel for him, well, right? Well, he, he did. He did explain it. He said, "What he said." No, he, he, he like no, he was like, "No, you idiots!" And I is the problem with that. the double rig, by the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean at that point because then on that mat, during that promo was Roddy versus Keith Lee. Like, right. I mean, it was like tough to. It was crazy, but um, he did say like. 
no, you idiots. Like I like saved your favorite wrestler's career because he wouldn't be wrestling ever again if I didn't throw that towel in. You know, yes, so I did yes. you. I did you all a favor. You know, right? But like, why did he do it though? Uh, I guess what I'm saying is that when he threw the towel, did he snap or was this his plan all along? That's what I'm saying. Is that oh, like was it like? That's cause, interesting. Right? Because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the nuance hmm. there. Because all right, let's break it down. Okay, and and this should be how deep wrestling is thought out. Uh, uh, at least from them writing it. He's in the ring. He, he, he comes out. He literally fights during match fights uh, Hager for Cody. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. during the match, it feels like in kayfabe, he's on his side. Now you could argue that it's like he knows he's going to turn on Cody at some point. He's just waiting for the right time to pounce. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's like, and it's like right now I'll still be on his side. I'll take bumps for him and whatnot because it's timing. It's timing. And he's more of an architect type character so he would yes. think about that timing right so yes. then get to that moment he's locked in on the walls and he's like should I let should I, he, he's already it's like alright well now I can cost him the title and now I get him out of the title picture so I'll throw the towel in right mm -hmm. so then that's one way of thinking it. that's why he did it or and so his whole time was like, you know what? Boom! I could do this, and I could maybe stay under the radar there, right? Because if you if right. you if you're being a snake or whatever, then why even reveal yourself? Now that being said, it could be I wanted to reveal myself, but I, so I, I was like, you know what? I'll throw the towel and then I'll apologize for it, and like because he's my he's my master, like and I'm his protege, like he can't get mad at me, right? Because then that would be bad master work, right? Like Obi Wan can't get frustrated by Anakin, like to to a he. he has to try to rein him in like that's his whole role so or, or he'll go to the dark side right uh yeah i mean so uh, wait so wait wait wait, wait. Okay. so i'm saying is that okay so he know so he has that he has that element of manipulation there right so mm -hmm. he could be like oh i'll just keep apologizing it but then he hits him in the nuts because he cody just not he, it feels like cody's actually mad at him and he's like you know what fuck this guy and it makes him snap Something like that. It's like, oh, I couldn't take it anymore. I had to, right? Like, I just want to know a little right. more. Yeah. Um, and then WB never gets into the nitty gritty there. They don't do that. Right. And so that's like an opportunity for AEW to be like, hey, we also take well, our storytelling like hyper specifically. Yeah, I think we're going to get more though. Like, I, th I don't think that's the last they'll, they'll talk about it. I think like because they were friends, you know, like. Cody is going to demand, like, you know, like, want answers. more answers. I think so. I think, I, you know, I don't. Okay, I gun don't to the head. I'm asking you. Why do you yeah. think, when MJF, do you think that he, his plan, <laughs> that whole, uh, forget about, you know, in kayfabe. In kayfabe, obviously, his plan, we know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was his plan. <laughs> in kayfabe, I think they, was MJF always going to turn on Cody that night? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Guns to my head. Yes. I think, I, I think, but the, you know, cause then the curveball is the towel, you know, it's like, did he know he was going to throw the towel or did he just know that win, lose or draw? Well, cause honestly, win or lose, if Cody wins, right. He'll turn on Cody. If Cody loses, he'll turn, he, he's still going to turn on Cody. So I think win or loss, he was going to turn on Cody regardless. Right. That, right. That's, that's the logic, right. Because if he wins, he gets the title promo, match. I want a little more, little also, less generic well, work, a little more specificity about why in that moment you had to kick him well, in the nuts. I mean, the smart move is is that now by doing it, oh well, kick him in the nuts, right? Yeah, yeah. Why? No, but, he was, he was begging him. He was begging. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, was that an act? Because he was always going to turn on him. 
I think that's I mean, the answer. I think he I was. Mean, he's just deep rooted. I mean, he is who he is. He's a piece of shit. You know, like I mean, like he can pretend like Cody's his best friend, but really the only person that fucking MJF cares about in the whole entire world is MJF. You know, right. like he doesn't he doesn't care about anybody, whether you're his family or friends or anything. Right. That's his, that's who he is. So like, so when you throw sure. the towel in, like even earlier <laughs> in kayfabe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I'm being nitpicky, but I'm saying when I was sitting with all, I was watching at a party, right? And when he turned, all of us in the room were like, ah, I wish he didn't do that now. We all felt that right. way. It's me, uh, uh, Mike Lawrence, Dave Schilling, uh, you know, it, it, people know their shit about wrestling and we're all kind of like, all right, that didn't need to happen now, but it's fine. It was like, that. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, that's how I felt too. I, I mean, yeah. it was. Listen, it was it was a very interesting pay per view overall. Like you know, I think uh, a lot of things happened that I didn't really think were going to happen. You know, like how they went down, um, which is kind of what I like about AEW is that you never know what's really going to fucking happen. Like, okay, you think you do. Here's the you know you think part. you do, but you don't. You 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 don't because and because AEW has segments like AEW right. is not just match 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 they have like segments and sometimes you think it's a match but it's a segment and right. sometimes you think it's a, a segment but it turns out to be an attack <laughs> you yeah, know like, yeah, like, yeah. they really I mean, they're really okay. fucking they're really I mean how many how many fucking times are the lights going to go out and someone's going to appear that's, like that I mean, is a, got, a, a that is a fair criticism of AEW they got to fucking chill with that they, they do like all these weird things when they do it and, you know, it's like one pop and it's big. They're like, all right, we're going to give you four more of them. Like, literally, it happened like three or four times. The lights tonight. going out, it seems to be a device they're way overusing. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's actually confusing because why not just have guys run in? That feels very good for what they're doing. Have guys jump the ramp and whatever. Well, like, you know what? I could see it as... I could see it as like a debut kind of thing. Like, almost like, like all right, they're a new show, right? And if someone comes running in, it's it's you're it always keeps the crowd and the people watching like, oh, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? And then it's like, oh shit, it's fucking Orange Cassidy. Like, and then the next time it's like, who's it gonna be? Oh shit, it's Cody. Like, what? Like, you never know who's gonna fucking pop up when the lights go on. Right. It could be fucking Orange Cassidy. And that, and that is cool. And we did have a cool <laughs> debut of uh, Wardlow tonight. Which I yeah. thought was very cool, and 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 another thing I like about AEW, and I think you'll agree with me, is immediately MJF's going to be doing his own thing, and now he's got muscle. He's a smaller guy. He immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. has muscle. Like, and yeah. like, it feels like every wrestler has a crew, has a posse. You know, mm-hmm. and the stable argument they have stables, tag teams. It just feels like. There's alliances. It's a little Games of Thronesy. It's a little like yeah. this is this. Everyone's like this territories and what it's. Everyone has their posse, their crew. Uh, I like it. It's a little bit and like it's a little fucking gang related or whatever. Like it feels. Uh, well, like, they said they said it. Some, someone said it. I think the word gang was used tonight. Really? On either, yeah, I think it was on AAW, but I, it's I could have swore I heard gang, and I was like. Yeah, this is this is like fucking West Side Story going yeah. down over here. <laughs> and like that's the thing is that the show also feels like it's like you know one thing about WWE that is always kind of annoying is and 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 it's always something people we, we talk about. It's like 
it's kind of like this thing when like, oh, it's a little clean. It's a little like, all right, well, like now someone's like, oh, I'm in the ring. And then someone's music hits and they come down to the ring. AEW feels like anyone can run in at any time. And like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like the only reason someone's not running in is because they're fighting in the back with someone else. And we're not even seeing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the thing's chaos. It feels like yeah. chaos. I mean, you know what's chaos? What? Fucking Kenny Omega's uh, makeup on his eye. I mean, well, Jesus. Yeah, so that's another <laughs> thing. Very cool about AEW. It's like they're updating us on doctors. Now, should they yeah. get better actors to play doctors? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> um, you don't need you. Listen, AEW, we don't need like just some cameraman to play the doctor. Like get, get someone to actually diagnose these guys. But yeah, that was like, oh, well, Moxie's cleared. You're not. I thought that was pretty nice, you know? Yeah, for sure. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to talk. I want to finish up this MJF thing, right? Because before we move on, yeah, the Jericho MJF back and forth—an example of great comedy, perfect comedy wrestling. Oh I my thought. god, it was it was so good, dude. Neither I loved of them so want to admit to the other one that they want to be another team. <laughs> There's so much machismo and toxic masculinity, yeah. or whatever, between them. These two guys who would never admit that they it's, that they clearly both would like to join up with each other. There's a lot of respect there, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they can't even say it, so it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's it's, it's the teacher and the student kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's the it's like they're literally it's like. This version of Jared and oh my God, the line of, you know, you, you all, yeah, we're both from Long Island. We're both this, we're both, <laughs> yeah. we both wear scarves. And he's like, he's like, you know, it's, your mom, seems like your parents got together. What, 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 which Guerrero was it? Which one did he say? Oh, uh, who did <laughs> Yeah. Hoovy. <laughs> Hoovy. He's like Google it. But it was great because it's like MJF is like a big upcoming star going up against Jericho on the microphone. And uh, I feel like the microphone is a big part of AEW. Yeah, which didn't miss a beat. shocks me. AEW, I mean, these guys on the indies don't even touch the microphone and like the Bucks, all these guys. I never seen them hit a fucking microphone all the times I watch them. PWG, you know what I mean? Like I, I never see them hit a mic. And like now these guys are all, their show is so mic heavy. It's great. Yeah. I uh, wasn't. I sometimes they let it go a little too long. I think Moxley's uh, promo something, went something about messed up there, right? Because NXT started as a way long. hotter show this week than AEW. NXT was came out swinging, but then I thought <sighs> AEW by the end caught up. Yeah, uh, I mean they both the whole way through. Like it was no matter which way you turn, you were watching something cool going down. Like it was, it was, it was awesome. I was thoroughly entertained. But when yeah. I'm watching the rig, here's what I'll say in terms of engagement from my level is, and, and by the way, for people who don't know what the rig is, the rig <laughs> means when I have NXT on one screen and AEW on the other screen, I just call it a rig. I'm not exactly sure why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no rig element to it. It's just basically two computers or a TV and a computer, but I don't know. It's a rig. It's funny. Anyway. So, uh, um, but like, I feel like when I'm watching both, it's like, oh, I'll see MJF in there squaring off against Jericho and they're talking. And then I look on my NXT screen and it's like every single wrestler for them out there. And they're I'm yeah. like, oh, OK, well, it, it, it's easier to watch. And then, yeah, war games. It's easier to watch AEW. So I think the rig benefits AEW. That's all. That's another thing. Yeah, I was I was really into uh, tonight on NXT. I like how they were telling the story about the women's locker room getting attacked, and like you kind of thought, you know, oh, it's got to be someone from SmackDown or Raw, and then you're like, oh shit, maybe it's Dakota, and like you know, like right. they didn't stick her on the team. So I love that story that they were telling the whole time, and I like how 
it paid off like huge in the end because of, you know, the women's match being the last match, you know? So it was like the whole, you know, that's what I love. That's what I kind of like hoped for, like something to happen with Seth and Fiend when they were rivaling where like, or like they tried it that one, I'm going to go Fiend hunting. And then like, they didn't show Seth for the rest of the fucking show. Like show him going fucking hunting, tell the story throughout the whole entire show. So by the time you get to the end, it pays off, you know, like that's something that, you know, we don't even have to talk about Raw or SmackDown because it's like what I'm saying. It's like well, we, I got a couple things we will talk well, about. They, they don't they don't do this kind of storytelling, you know, like in in a way where it like ever really feels like it connects or matters. You know, like they do it, but they do it so like I think quietly, they, they do it in a way that feels so like it feels almost like an afterthought, and it feels so not real. It feels like yeah. so. Oh, it's a set. It's like, you know, that like you, you kind of like zone out and you forget about it, you know. But right, like right, in, right. in NXT, they're like laying in the parking lot on like some gravel and, it, and they're like cut to it in a way where it's like, oh, hey, we, we got to jump over here. And the show's <laughs> a little less. Uh, it's a little it's a little grittier in that way and a little looser. It, it makes it work more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, totally. I think. Um, yeah. So what? Do, oh, we got to talk about one more thing in full gear. And it is, we got to talk about Moxley Omega. Um, yeah. Yeah. A non-sanctioned lights out match. I'm not sure what the lights out part means. That just means that the lights go out before it starts. Yeah. And I mean, that signifies that the show is over. Right. Like you're um, supposed to leave after that. Yeah. I mean, look, I, <laughs> I, I think this match it kind of blew me away, to be honest. Look, it's not one. Of, look, the death well, matches you know or whatever I, I, are not one of my yeah, guys. I, I would say just because of like Kenny being in it, you know, like doing what he was doing, seeing this side of Kenny. Like, I think that's what like just the whole time I was just like, this is so wild. Why is Kenny doing this? You know, like right. that's what I kept saying. Why is he doing this? He doesn't need to be doing this. He, but like, guess what? He kind of did. You know, like. He's, he kind of shows you that he's willing. He's not just the greatest technical wrestler in the world. He's willing to go to all levels to prove to you that like he's the best in the world. You know, like I think that also, yeah, I, I, I yes, hundred percent. And I think also what ties into that is that Kenny Omega has never ever followed what I want him to do on this podcast ever. I yeah. wanted him in WWE. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, and. Uh, yeah, like he, I wanted him to leave Japan way earlier, like, you know, um, and then I wanted his booking in NXT, even in AEW to be totally different and it's not, and he <laughs> does his own thing, but it's almost a way where you respect him as an artist, you know, and that he can't be bought. He really has a vision for what he does. And ultimately this was another example of that, which is that like, yeah, you're like, why is he doing this? And the reason he's doing it is because he wants to. He yeah. has his own vision of what like, he thinks pro wrestling is and what it can be, and that's why he had, uh, 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 he had his uh, a tag team where you didn't even know if they were gay lovers or not. Like, yeah, you really, yeah. he, you're right? You don't even know. Yeah. It's like, uh, then someone said like, "Oh, he used to date Rio," and I was like, "What? I thought he was gay." It's like, no, he just he he's ahead of me. He's doing whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what his sexuality is. I'm just using an example about like yeah, no, you no, can't put sure. your thumb on Kenny's deal. Yeah, no, you know, yeah, and you it almost know. makes you just be like, 
this guy's so great. I don't. I just trust him wherever he goes. He's ahead of me. He's like yeah, the I'm Banksy a- of wrestling or whatever. I don't know where what he's gonna do. I don't know why he's doing it or whatever. But it's fucking art. I know that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on him. Like it's like I like I said. I mean, I've never seen someone take a bump the way he took that bump on that exposed wood. Like that flip off the fucking. He did a phoenix splash onto exposed yeah. wood, onto exposed wood panels. I mean. And then it's not even like you're like, oh, well, that has to, oh, there's a way you can land and that's fine. And you're like, no, look at his head. He yeah. bashed his fucking head on the wood. Like, there's yeah. no, no, it's not what happened. It's not like, like you know, I'm sure he was trying to do it. Uh, I just don't think. Part I mean, of what like, these guys know is by them doing it and then, and then you thinking that they have like tricks on how it doesn't hurt. That yeah. makes them look amazing and like superheroes and next level. When yeah, when yeah, they yeah. all know that the trick is that it really hurts. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> the trick that's, is that they're just hurting themselves. That's never feeling good. I don't want to just like casually trip and fall onto my wood floor in my house. And that's not like huge two by fours, you know, right. like that guy just did like 16 flips in the air and landed on his fucking face. And then, you know, it's, he's supposed to be okay. And that, that, you know, like you, you can't practice that spot. <laughs> you know, you don't know how that feels. Well, he You're does practice it, but you don't. He's not landing on wood. That's what I'm time. saying. You don't. He doesn't know how that's gonna feel. Like land, he just knows it's gonna really suck. And to commit to that, that's insane. insane. It's truly, truly, truly crazy. Um, uh, let's let's get into my top five because I think it's gonna hit on some of the stuff I gotta say anyway. Okay, so the top five. Ready? So this is my list. Too low. Right. Are, are you ready? Or are you too high I- to understand? No, I am fully functioning human being. Let's go. <laughs> Holy motherfucking shit. <laughs> All right, ready? Here we go. Top five professional, best professional wrestlers in the world right now. Okay? Okay. Yes. All right, here oh, we man. go. These are the top five pro wrestlers in the world. Number five. Number five. This is a fucking curveball. Okay? Whoa. Ready? I'm not ready for that. Number five. John Moxley individually gluing mousetraps to a piece of drywall. (laughs) (laughs) So the number five best wrestler in the world right now is John Moxley individually gluing mousetraps to a piece of drywall. Incredible. All right. Now, (laughs) okay. So here's what I'll say. John Moxley, I've said it many times. Not one of my guys, okay? No, and that's yeah, not yeah. changed. He's nowhere near being one of my guys. And we've talked about, you know, what it takes to be one of my guys and, and blah, blah, blah. And one of, my, your, one of your guys, one of everyone's right. guys. Yep. It's just I'm not – it doesn't mean you can't acknowledge somebody's work. Like I enjoyed no, Hangman Page sure. this week. It's just not yeah. one of my guys. It's not someone don't I click yet. with. Even I don't if he's find not him one of your cool guys, yeah. personally. I don't think he's like super cool. We're not operating on the same wavelength. But I've been mm-hmm. around people where Moxley is one of their guys. Like I was on uh, an airplane coming home from 33, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, the old, the old, the old frontier Orlando to LA flight, which will destroy your back. Oh my God. You took a frontier. Oh my God. It was the only direct flight. Frontier is basically like a school bus in the sky. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, literally, they, their seats are metal, oh, but they man, just have like patent leather, pla- like plastic leather, like over it to make it look like it's not just metal. The seats do not recline. They don't even pretend to recline. The button's not there. You know, some planes they don't actually recline, but the button's there at least to pretend. So like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's broken. It normally could. They're like, we don't even give a fuck. There's no recline. For sure. Okay. Anyway, John Moxley individually gluing mousetraps to a piece of drywall. Incredible. So he's not one of my guys, but John Moxley came out. He left WWE. He was like, I have a vision for what I want to do. He had that match at WrestleMania 32 against yeah. uh, uh, Daniel uh, against, against Brock Lesnar. He's like, I want yeah. to be hardcore. And I was kind of yeah. like, oh, he's blaming everyone else. On this podcast, I've said he blames everyone else for his own shit, blah, blah, blah. He came to AEW, and I think Saturday he successfully pro- to- proved that he showed everyone, I have a way that I want to do things, and I'm going to do it now. And he actually put his fucking pedal to the metal, balls to the wall, yeah. and I think he did it. And he won at his match. He's now in AEW as an established hardcore slash deathmatch guy. I know it's not a full-on deathmatch. I don't need no, yeah, yeah. deathmatch no. fools coming okay. at me. They go for it. Yes. But he's established as one of those guys, and he beat the arguably best in the world at his own game. Yes. And he's has a amazing Austin-like thing uh, going in WWE. And by the way, we're still due in for We're still due for Shebs's take on Moxley. Oh, my God. Which we, we don't have yet. Okay. We will get. One day. Okay. <laughs> when Shebs when feels like it, right? So, yeah. Well, I, I could call him now, but I'm not going to. No, right, no, 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 no. That's number five. Number four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Fiend's proactive championship run. Okay. Now, let me explain <laughs> this. So, the number four best wrestler in the world. Yeah. is the Fiend's proactive championship run. Okay, now what I mean is this. The Fiend didn't do much this week, right? But he did pop up on SmackDown and have this great moment where Daniel Bryan's being convinced to join Shinsuke, right? Right. With Sami Zayn. Through Sami Zayn. And all of a sudden, the lights go out, and nice touch by WWE. The nice first first flicker. Yeah, the first flicker got me, dude. Got yeah. me real good. I was, I was like, like, oh, that- they had a technical difficulty. Yeah, you <laughs> got worked so hard on the I easiest fucking. <laughs> congrats oh, congrats so- to WB, a company that really struggles to work me uh, in recent history. Well, well, you- Completely I mean, working me there. I'm a big scaredy cat. Like, I get scared at the easiest things. And <laughs> in my house, my fucking lights flicker every once in a while. So and you when think that the happens, gonna show up? So now, from now on, I think the fiend's gonna fucking show up. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm. Oh no, that's the the fiend to your house. Oh my god. Was that the, was that the, his, like the entrance? So that he did this. Oh my God. So, dude, it was so good, man. That, yo, yeah, so the, the, shows the red light, the he's, red light, the red light. light pops on in there. He's mandible clawing Daniel Bryan and laughing like a fucking madman. It was, you know sick. what, man? And that, while I say proactive championship run, because I want to say 
Daniel Bryan hurt Bray Wyatt in the past. When remember yeah. when he joined the the Wyatt family, yes. he, they have a past together, and I believe that this is a great way to make the fiend work, which is that he's not like a champion chasing after titles. He doesn't even act like he's a champion. He's just going he's, about his business, and he happens yeah, he's, to be the champion. He's going back. He's going back and 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 giving out. You know, getting his receipts. Like you know, Absolutely. it's like he's Daniel Bryan's on that list. I'm sure Braun's going to be on that list. Uh, he's going to go. And go and get you and lure you into the ring to f- fight you and beat you and put you on your back. Right. Like, and I, 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 he doesn't, it's almost like he doesn't even know he's the champion. Like, dude, yeah, yeah, he doesn't. And like, <laughs> I don't think it's amazing. Like, this mythical creature that shows up in a red light is literally like, like another dimension in Bray's life where, like, this evil demon is going and getting revenge on all the people that did him wrong to justify, you know, Bray Wyatt, you know, and whatever it was. Dude, it's so fucking cool, man. Yeah, I, I never yeah. thought of it that way. I never thought of it the way you did. Well, how like, many oh, champions I- you could think of uh, no. uh, champions are out there. Now, one thing a champion will do is offer, like, open challenges, right? So, like, oh, I want to be a yeah, fighting yeah. champion, so I'll do that. But how many champions, just, how many champions are starting feuds? Dude, insane, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, so, yeah. And you know what? If there's one person that's going to knock this out of the park. It's Daniel fucking Bryan, dude. And that's like, the next part, which is like, yeah. come on, my two guys. guys. Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, man. Daniel Bryan and Bray, I mean, those wow. are my guys, man. Yeah. I mean, those are two of my guys. <laughs> I mean, those are guys, these wow. guys, if you put those guys in, do these guys bring you joy in your life? I'd be like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are my guys. Checking, checking boxes, bro. Actually, you know what's funny? It might be a thing is like, how do you know someone's your guys? And you might be like, do they bring you actual joy? Actual joy. Yeah, joy. yeah for sure. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, I'm crazy. All right, look. Number three. Number three best <laughs> professional wrestler in the world. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. The best pro wrestler, number three, the best, the third best pro wrestler in the world is Cody's Gaish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody's wow. Gaish. The cut on Ooh. Cody's head. Um, what a Gaish. Look, Cody is on his way last week at a killer promo, arguably best promo of the year. Um, mm-hmm. and if and, and I don't even know what promos would go up against it, but I think if you had to put another promo up against that Cody promo, it would be a Chris Jericho promo, right? Yeah. So yeah. and it's part of the same feud. So yeah, that's that's something. But Cody cutting his head is just another symbol of how this guy is. It's insane. Right out of the McMahon playbook, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do, uh, I'll never ask you to do something I wouldn't do. Yeah, and it just so made God, the match man. feel real. To see the color. What these what these Rhodes boys do is they bleed, baby. You know what? Like, you know what's funny, Dan? I yeah. I think I have a knack for like you know convincing people that thing like wrestling is awesome. Like, I'm always gonna find the positive. Right. But your your love and joy that AEW brings you. Is on a new. It's a new level of markdom for for you. I think. I think you oh, have. Yes. Compl- I think I, I like you, and you're selling yeah. me. Like the reason why I'm into it is because every week we do this shit, where mm-hmm. like I'm more on the NXT side, you're more on the AEW side, <laughs> and we're not we're not trying to like. Oh my god! Wait, is it? 
Is it? Oh my God, it's Jamie Lee. My wife is here. She's having a sorbet. She's drinking. She's having a sorbet. She has a full box of organic Solero sorbet. Jamie, she's interrupted in the studio. Do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> what flavor is the sorbet? Do you have anything to say? You've interrupted. You've burst into the studio in the what middle of the top five. It looks like you brought a dog here. Also, you have valet Dennis the dog. Do you have anything you'd like to tell the Jabroni Egg Nation? Yeah, it's not sorbet. It's a popsicle. Oh. A What flavor? My whole mouth is. What flavor? Not lime, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to feed her the lime. Duh. Mango, mango. Ooh, mango. By Jamie Lee. And Dennis, oh, Dennis <laughs> leaves with her. That's hilarious. I wish oh you all God. saw that, but you didn't. All right, can we cut that out? No, 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 nah. she's no, no, she's no. What were you saying? Oh, yeah, just... no, so you're saying that they're selling, my markdown for AEW makes you a more, I think that actually, yeah. uh, that's reciprocal. I think that, that your, your love for NXT makes me like NXT more. I, I know something here. I think, I think so. Because <laughs> NXT, like, I'm getting so much from AEW that I don't really like, I don't need the NXT almost, but that's right. not a testament to NXT. It's just like, how much? Re- how many rounds wrestling do I need in a day? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, this is something like it's so fucking wild, dude. Like, like tonight was insanity. It was like I was standing up when. Uh, what moment was that? When when were we standing up? When Finn came out? I, I don't know what it was, but I was legit standing up, and I'm like. This is the craziest fucking shit ever. Like, See, here's my deal with Finn. Finn looks like a million bucks. He's gorgeous, oh, hot dude, everything. God. I mean, he's a ten out of ten, gorgeous guy. Yeah. I definitely would. Look, that's not that's not the point. The point is this. Okay. When he speaks, it's not threatening enough for me. Like he just sounds a little like good guy Finn to me. It's just I like, don't, I, dude. I don't think so, man. You I, think I, so? I, I, I think the tone is completely different. Right. I think he's. I think like. He just seems really fucking pissed off. And he's like, hey, you know, he just, I just wanted him to just be like, fuck all these mother, fuck, who the fuck is that guy? You know, like, I just want him to fucking just start, you know, you want him, you know, you're, he's you're there. Going for like, like the snatch. Like, yeah, uh, like the, you're, the full fucking Conor McGregor. Like, right. you know, he's playing, he's like doing like the PG version of Conor McGregor right now, but I'm loving it, man. I, I think it's awesome. And like, I mean, he ripped his shirt off for no reason tonight, just to show how Jack. Yeah, no, that, honestly, that's a great. You know, look, it's one of my, that's one of my top moves. As a matter of fact, that was a runners up. Runner up is just I mean, is just anyone unnecessarily showing up with 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 their shirt off. So, like, the number if six had, best wrestler in the world. Yeah. The runner up uh, honorable yeah. mention is any wrestler with their shirt off at my, any yeah, time my, ever. My number one hot guy this week was Finn Balor's removal of his shirt to show his Absolutely. hot body. <laughs> uh, that's great. My, okay, look, number two best wrestler in the world right now. Yes. Are you ready? The number uh-huh. two best wrestler in the world right now, okay? What Chris Jericho's hair wow, plugs, new sparkle <laughs> Selena jacket, and black OJ gloves. Dude, uh, can we talk about his uh, tan as well? I mean, wow, guy looked incredible. 
Yo, honestly, the tan. The golden guy. I, I almost wrote the tan in there, uh, but it was a yeah. little bit, too, you know, the tan. Oh. Jericho doesn't normally tan like that, but it looks really good on him, right? Yeah, it looked incredible. And his hair was like, it felt like lighter, like it was like almost a grayer tint to it. Like, I don't know what it was. He was majestic, like, tonight. He, like, he looked, he, it was his full gear outfit. He wore it again tonight. But first off, I just want to talk about his hair plugs for a sec. So people probably don't even know he has them. But Jericho got a really great job done on the head. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Yeah, you could see, and he does a little bit of dusting and whatnot. But it looks very good. I noticed that he did a close-up, and I was like, Jericho got really good plugs. Uh, <laughs> he got a great transplant. So I just want to give uh, 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 props to that. The Sparkle yeah, Selena jacket. Uh, it's I think, like is, it, it's speechless. Speechless. Yeah. All right, Jamie Lee's back. Jamie <laughs> Lee is back. What, Jamie? Why have you? Oh, I'm sorry. Look, I'm trying to do the top five list here, Jamie. What are you doing in here? <laughs> what are you doing in here? Uh, you, okay. What is going on? Did you unplug me? <laughs> I have no idea. She's just in here and doesn't want to say anything. Okay. okay. I'm not sure why she's in here. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, what an invasion. An incredible invasion. The uh, Under siege. <laughs> couldn't help but wonder podcast invasion of the comedians wrestling. Anyway, he wore, he, he, I feel like Jericho's jacket was amazing. It was very yeah. Sasha Banks-esque. Yeah, the sunglasses like have a tinge the, the, yeah, the, the look jacket. is on point. The black gloves are great. Did you notice that Jack Hager holds his gloves for him? No, he does. <laughs> yeah, he puts him in his back pocket like a dr- driver style. You know what I mean? Like, oh my drive, god! He dude. holds his gloves for him. Uh, low key, Jake Hager. Like, I think he's doing one, great. Would work. you say one of your guys? No, not definitely <laughs> no, not one of my no guys. No way. No way. But I mean. Uh, it's you, cool that there? someone that big of a star. I mean, we're talking about a, a former WWE champion has said nothing. Yeah, nothing. Any he's and just, no he's, matches. And he just beat. Yeah, like I have him he's, on my fantasy AEW fantasy team, and he's got like um, like a hundred points just for beating the shit out of guys <laughs> next on the side of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, it's great. It's amazing. Like the guy's incredible. He's yeah, and he looks he looks great. The part works. The shorter hair works. The slacks and the fucking either he wore a t shirt. Uh, tonight, yeah, like uh, the t-shirt he, looked way better. I, I was, in, uh, yeah, I was all for it. It was like a silky kind of t-shirt. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, he, lo- he looks kind of yeah. hot. Good for him. Yeah, he does. I mean, it seemed like everybody got. I mean, Sammy, fucking the Spanish God. That that staples fun, dude. Yeah, I lo- I'm fucking. all in the inner circle, and I like. Uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. Anyway, number right. one best wrestler in the world right now. The number one best wrestler Shit. in the world. Oh my and, god! And uh, it's Kenny Omega. Uh, I'm saying wow. the top five. I'm saying I think Kenny Omega is back. I think you said it earlier. Kenny Omega. We said it. We talked a lot about it, and so I made a lot of points. So they all tie into this. But the one point I have not said is kind of just that he really proved this week that he can wrestle any style. He Yo, can hang insane, in any any match, and it's kind of. It's kind of an unheard of uh, stat for pro wrestling. Yeah. I've never really said like he can wrestle any kind of match. I've never said that. He's the current AAA like lucha champion, right? Uh, yeah. The mega something champion, whatever. Whatever it is. Uh, whatever it is, and he it's just like 
I don't I don't think of wrestlers like that. Like I don't think of them like uh, athletes or whatever. Where you're like, oh, he can. You know, or you're like, a, you're like he could play center or power go forward or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Like yeah, shit yeah. like that. You're like, he could do that or he could, he could, he's a, he's a huge for a point guard. He could probably be a, a shooting guard, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You sound like a, you sound like a, boom, you sound like a boomer right now. Struggling, man. I'm struggling to remember the positions right. of basketball. I'm right, struggling. Boomer, he he um, could be his own defense. Or, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It could be the Aaron Judge. But that's more of like a baseball thing, right? Like my dad would say, yeah, like in baseball, uh, a sports thing. Like in baseball, I'd be like, he could play any position or whatever. For sure. I don't think we really talk about wrestlers like that. He's it's a five of- two no, he's a five tool player. That's the analogy right. in sports. Like he's got all he's got all the tools. It <laughs> whatever takes. you say. And yes. so I think it's great. I think it's I, I really like uh I really think Kenny is killing it. Oh. Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah, sorry. Lauren was asking who the Who's Fiend was wrestling. Who the Fiend is wrestling at Survivor Series is most likely going to be Daniel Bryan. Yeah, so that's another thing is that I, ha- I have the Survivor Series card up right now, and I do want to I do want to get into that. But look, I have a couple quick things we'll say, and then we'll talk a little okay. bit about Survivor Series, and then we'll wrap um, this thing up. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Uh, we got to talk about CM Punk being back before oh my we God. forget. Wow. So, look, I, 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 I debated opening up with this, but the only reason I didn't is because did. he's going to be on WB backstage on yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday yeah. night at 11 p.m. Um, as a yeah. as a commentator. You know, I mean, yeah. ultimately, it's just it's it's a big deal, but ultimately it's a disappointment. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that I mean. You can make the yeah. argument that he will come. He could. It's still. He could still come back and wrestle and whatever. I think that he's telling us that that's not something he's gonna do. And if he does, it's fine. But the pop will not be what it would have been because it is slightly blown here. Yeah, I. I like I was very whatever about this. Like I only really got into it because everybody else was getting into it. You know, but like right. I was like, this kind of blows. Like, this is the best. Blows. Who wants to see like CM Punk talking about wrestling? Like, that's not. I mean, he's, that- if he's gonna if he's gonna stir the pot like pot and like 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 fucking instigate and do shit like that, and like people are gonna come on that show and it's gonna get testy and like on that show they kind of like you know like. They, they, they're pretty honest bit. Like, on there. They kind of they're, they're not afraid to say like they like with the Lana Rusev segment. They were like, yeah, like let's it, you know people were saying it was like it's time to ditch the storyline. Like I'm like this right. is pretty fucking weird. Like they never fucking do it's anything like this. A Fox show, you know. So yeah, so I it's think more, he can do uh, some cool shit if he's doing that. But like man, it's just like it's Jabron zone, dude. Like yeah, I mean, I mean, it just look. Come on, he's one of the best wrestlers ever. Let's just be frank about this. Like, and at this point. It's, he's a big talent, and there's guys wrestling who are older than him. But ultimately, look, he chooses what he wants to do. He said he's really happy in his life, and that's cool. But all I'm going to say is that it's not going to be the first thing I talk about. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And honestly, that's really it. I mean, what else is left to say after that? I mean, there really like, is honestly, nothing to say. I hope he wrestles again. And uh, frankly, AJ Lee, it's not like I'm so pumped for her to come back or anything if, if this opens the door for that. I think the only real point to make is... The only real point to make is it's a big win for 
WWE to keep CM Punk away from AEW. That's right. that's the only real point. Uh, he is truly one of the not one. There are wrestlers, but he's one of the only like may like he's for the Pat talking about the Wadowski casual fan test. Yeah, yeah. If CM Punk pops up on AEW, those guys are turning on AEW, and there's not that many wrestlers who do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there's not that many wrestlers who are like, "Wow, he's on there. I'll turn on TNT. I'll seek this out." Well, uh, I think a lot. I think Jericho does that for them now. Jericho sure. does do that also, but I'm just saying there's not that many new other wrestlers. No, yeah, you no. Know, what I'm saying is, is that like you know, Jericho one of those talent. guys. He can go yeah. on Walking yeah. Dead, Talking Dead, and whatever, like you know, panel shows. Watch what happens live. He can probably go on these kind of shows, you know, not like the yeah, Tonight sure. Show or whatever, but you know. No, I agree. Right. So I think that, you know, because, you know, maybe the only other guys are like, you know, I don't know, like the Batistas of the world, and they're not going there. There's, he's kind of the only one of those guys who was, who, right. I, I'd have to think deeper about people because, like, guys like Edge, even Edge is not a guy who my friends would turn no. on the TV for, you know? No, yeah, for sure. So, no, it's, it's uh, interesting. His, it's, it's his definitely- star power is very unique. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, this. Who knows what this is? You know, like yeah. I guess we'll just take it day by day. You know, now we know he's kind of like back, or he's involved in some kind of way. So, okay, well, let's see what they can do. I mean, I don't have faith in it being in it being anything to write home about. But no, I mean, gonna, uh, I think backstage. Let's be honest, I'm not really watching backstage. Well, I, I don't have well, time for it. I'm watching right. so much other wrestling, and the times when that I could be watching backstage because I have them all share, saved on my DVR. I'm catching up it's on good. other wrestling. You know? So, like, you know, it's it. Renee's really fucking fabulous right. at what she does, and if you, I mean, it's really, it's really an incredible addition. It needs to be something that's on the network that you can watch whenever. But like, it's like Talking Smack. How successful Talking Smack was was like is what backstage is now. Like, it's even even better. I would even say because they're doing so much interesting and fun stuff, and like wrestlers are coming on. But like. It's still in the end. In the end, it's backstage. Right. You know, like I mean, he, that's where he's going to be on. But if right. it gets people to tune in, all right, cool. I guess you know. All right, so let's let's talk a, l- a little bit about Raw and SmackDown, and and I want to focus on the thing, uh, a couple things that I dig, but okay, I have yeah. to point out a couple things quickly, and we don't need to go into a lot of detail. A lot of detail, but like this Lana and Lashley stuff is c- mega mega cringeworthy stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I'm uncomfortable when I see her making out with uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I, I mean, it's no. just like her just being like, keeping like we had sex. It's like, it's like if it was earned to be good, it's fucking. There's not even anything to say. It's fucking weird, you know. I feel, I feel like I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't feel well about it. I, like I see it and like it just bothers me. I'm like, it's still like I'm watching them make out and it's like it's it's like vulgar making out it's and just, it's like it's so unnecessary it's, 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 just it's weird. almost it's almost offensive and I'm I'm just I'm like I'm like creeped out just from it right now and it's like wild to feel that way about right. it but like I know like Lana and Rusev are together like also I just, it's just like it's the whole pregnancy didn't work whatever I don't even want to talk about it it's so bad I don't even want to talk about it let's go move on okay I uh uh I want to say like Somehow they had Seth Rollins and Walter wrestle on Raw, which sounds yes. major, but yes. it it did not feel major. Uh, well, I mean, like, I I think like I, what? 
Yeah. I thought it was all like, I mean, that's what spot for Walter is amazing. Like, um, it, it didn't, you're right. Like it was, it was a, it was a cool thing to happen, but like, man, this is what I'm talking about with Seth. It's like, he comes out and he cuts this promo about how he's the best in the world. Yo, they're fucking editing the crowd so noise he, to yeah, make it seem like he's not him, getting right? booed. Yeah, well, like maybe it wasn't that much, but like they clearly edited that footage to make it seem like he wasn't getting booed, and there were some cheers, and there was different, like when they were panning to the crowd, it's they put in other footage, like that's not good, like right, not good at all, like that's not good for Seth, like, and if their plan is for him to come out on top at Survivor Series with those teams, he's going to get fucking booed for a very long time. Like I'm telling you, he cannot <sighs> this come out on is top. hard to watch. The the it's I don't know what is happening. I, uh, if I'm them, maybe he needs to take a break or I and they need they need to get him in check or something because he was so over and I don't even know in a matter of seconds. <laughs> in a matter of seconds, bang. Like yo, remember how loud the burn it down chants were? Yeah. Like they were so fucking loud at one point. I think it was when he became the beast slayer. Right, but it but, just went to shit. But they're doing all this kind of stuff. So it's like he's gonna wrestle Walter, right? So he's wrestling Walter, and in the kayfabe, he almost stomped and beat Walter, right? I right. mean, it, it, then Imperium came and they broke it up. But like that's another. That's what the mistake they keep making is like they take all these guys who are major and over and they keep having Seth going to stomp them for the win. Like Adam Cole, no, dude, and it makes him look bad. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, uh, the stomp I, is the stomp the most hated move in all of wrestling the right stomp now. stomp feels like right now it symbolizes like stomping momentum of other wrestlers. Right? Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's like, like it's the, it's, it's, the it has, it's like it's the, got a stink on it. The stomp has a stink on it. The like, stomp has a stink. It's like it's like the like yeah, the stink is the right word. The, yeah. Oh man, it's fuck. It smells like shit too. Yeah, the stomp like, has a stink on it. Okay, it's extra stinky. All right, here's the other. All right, so here's the other. Okay, so here's another thing. It's like <laughs> uh, I'm trying to avoid the bit. Oh, here's something that was cool. Uh, do you see Magatire power bombing Kara onto Yo, the mat? I legit in that moment said that's when Sinkara said release. I got I gotta get the fuck out of here man <laughs> that was what I have written down I was like do you think that, that was when he the turning point 100 110% that he's like was, what it was the first time McIntyre looked cool in a long time and he, he like threw him I think he was he like retired. fuck this he, he was like fuck he, this he, place he, he sent Sinkara to his release <laughs> He was oh. like, I don't, because he's like, I don't want to ever want to experience that ever again. Because oh. he, I, that's a pretty crazy spot, man. Yeah. Like a full blown like slam on the back of your head in, like, God okay. bless him. Man. Here's the last thing, and then I think we can we can uh, we can wrap it up because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid some of this stuff that we got here. But like, because look, I had negative. I, I only said good things about AEW, but like SEU is they, those guys know how to tank a show. The second they uh, come out, those guys drain the energy out of a room. Couldn't even tell you tell you what happened in their match. Those are just three lame guys. But okay. Um, that's just true. They're lame. They are lame dudes. 
All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know Stone Cold looks uh, Scorpio or whatever. Stone Cold Steve Scorpio looks cool or whatever, and he's jacked and it looks good. But like uh, these guys, just uh, they're just they got they got they got douche chill vibes. They're like the guys like they show up to the party and everyone's suddenly got other plans. You know, I don't know. Sorry. Anyway, but they put on good matches. I've always said that. All right. Uh, Baron Corbin. Cut a promo to open SmackDown. I was like, what was that? That was so fucking terrible. And it's like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I guess here's what I'm saying to you WB is like up to their old tricks. They don't show any signs of adjusting at all. Okay. A year ago today, they came out and said, You guys are in control of the show. It meant nothing. Okay. Corbin was the mafia guy a year ago. Remember, like the head of the booking and stuff? You know what I mean? I love it. The, the girls are laughing at the back. You know, the, it's like you're yeah. having like a party over there. <laughs> yeah. There's a party, we got, there's a party well, we got, going on, baby. There's Disney Plus on in the background, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Harris is not. She doesn't stop the party. Okay. Here. No, no. Okay. And that's a Moran laugh. Okay. That's an artiste it's, laugh. Here's it's the deal. incredible. Okay. But here's the deal. The, the official artist of Cal. So yeah. here's the deal. Oh, my They're God. They're showing no signs of changing at all. Okay. Do you think AEW, if they keep this momentum going, arguably they don't have great momentum because we talk about the ratings and the blah blah blah. But I mean, do you think there's they're just so locked in that it doesn't matter? Like that, it's like, is there any chance of AEW making any creative decision where this where the ratings swing and they somehow like WWE did do it? You know, they yeah, did like do how it. they how are they gonna get uh. How are they going to get more, uh, like, how are they ever going to get more people for to AEW. watch? NXT is a big problem for AEW in that way. Because even if AEW yeah. starts beating NXT in the ratings, WWE keeps their cred because of NXT. Like, imagine yes. if we only had main roster and NXT was oh. still on the network. Nothing. It was even. nothing. It didn't even, who cares? Yeah, yeah, it didn't even exist. I mean, like. Jesus, man. Well, That's, we'll keep we'll keep an eye out on it. But this Corbin promo was like I was like, trash. what are they doing here? It was embarrassing. Yeah. It was so so bad. And I'll give Corbin credit; he delivered it pretty well. He was pretty good in the segment. He's yeah, not. I mean, he, he's not a no talent, you know. Yeah, it's it's just wild. And man. now they it, take <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode and put them underneath Baron Corbin. <laughs> And you're like, I mean, I gotta say, I'm like, uh, they got Roman Reigns. I, I don't know what's happening over there. I really no, just don't know. I, I dude, feel <laughs> you got the heels working with the faces for teams, to, like for Survivor Series teams. It's like, what? It's going on, man. It's like, you know, I don't know, man. I, so here's I'm, the last thing I want to talk about. Like, <laughs> we're, we're just gonna get to it. I don't know. I don't know. And that's what happens is that things that don't. Yeah. Wait, that's why people talk about Trump's behavior forever. Yeah, yeah. Is because it makes no sense. So you just go like, I don't know, you're trying to make sense yeah, of it. Yeah. And then meanwhile, he's four steps ahead of you doing whatever he's doing. Because he's not thinking about why he did that. You are. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I got okay. You. So here's what I'll say. Survivor Series. I'm gonna, I want to end on something positive. We okay. have this match, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, oh Nakamura versus Roddy Strong. And I just yeah. wanted to put this in perspective. This is a huge man. In perspective. Yeah. Roddy yeah. Strong having a pay-per-view match against AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Congratulations to this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, this Yo. is fucking incredible for him. Did you see him tonight? Did you, did you, yes, were you listening to him? When he, sick. No, did you see it? Wow. Yeah, when he started when saying, he like, yelling outside the ring. Shut up. 
<laughs> you know, well, he's like, he's like, Kate. He's like, do you know who you're talking to? This is our call. Yeah, he's like, baby. This is our call. And he was like going like so crazy, man. And I was so happy for him, dude. I'm like, yes, Roddy. You have you have done, like completed this uh, character of Roddy Strong, the North American champion. Like, you're incredible. And you'll fucking, you'll step in front, like in line, like in front of Adam Cole to protect him. Against a fucking three hundred and fifty pound fucking dude, like, yes, Roddy, you're, you're the fucking man, and you, he earned that fucking match, dude. Earned yeah, it. I, I love Roddy Strong. He's, uh, you know, dare I say, uh, one of my guys. <laughs> dare and Adam yeah, Cole's he's... not one of my guys. Um, oh my god, Adam not, Cole's not yet. He's the closest guy. guy to being my one of my guys who's not actually one of my guys. I've said this a million yeah. times. He's, he, I'm sorry, I'd be lying I, uh, if I said he was I one think of my he's guys. gonna. I think he's gonna sell you. Uh, Survivor Series weekend. He's not had the it. promo or feud that's locked him in yet. Not to say he hasn't had good ones. But I'll tell you what, you know who is one of my guys? Randy Orton. Okay. I mean, wow. Uh, I just love Randy Orton. I, I know Dude. that at times he's in the way. And I know why he annoys people. And I know a lot of his behavior. But, God, I really yeah. <laughs> I love his whole social media. Uh, is it oh, with his wife and stuff? I love it's him like, and his he's wife. Such a horny, he's such a horny bastard. Yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> he's so horny. He's always like, I can't wait to get back to my wife. Yo. <laughs> Hit her with a fucking I, out like, of nowhere uh, sesh. You know? Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not, there's like a reason why Ricochet for the first time is like relevant. Like, like yeah. really relevant. Like, it's because he's, it's, Orton, like all of a sudden, I'm like, yo, this version of Ricochet is fucking. That's cool actually, shit. yeah, that is pretty cool. I'm like, it's kinda why? like and I'm Randy's like, kind of oh, schooling him, right? Yeah, Randy's like, it feels like that's what I posted on the on the page. I said it. I was like, this has the potential to be really fucking awesome. Whether it's a feud that or or Randy takes him under his wing and they're like these this weird baby like face kind of fucking kick ass combo. Like, I'm here for that, yeah. like 100. percent But I. Don't believe it will ever happen. <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I mean, it all comes oh, wow. down to the point I made last week or two weeks ago, whatever. It's a trust thing. You know, even when WWE yeah. gets it right, I have no trust that it's going to that they know why they did it right or it wasn't an accident or that they actually have any kind of plans in mind where, you know, AEW, they have my trust now. I'm sure they'll lose it, especially because it's hard to do a show every single week in a new city and you're going to make mistakes and stuff. But ultimately, like, I'm into where they're going. And uh, I trust it. I mean, look, there's a big week for pro wrestling. I really enjoyed Full Gear. I think uh, I think I'm a, I I yeah. I mean, I for fifty dollars these pay per view fifty dollars. I think they give you your fifty dollars worth. Uh, yeah, I, that can be argued. I think the pay per view should be like thirty five bucks, they're, man. They're, no, th- no, look, I think the price should be less. But I'm yeah, saying, I, I'm just saying, I, like, I'm saying that like they charge a high amount and they give you a high quality show. I mean, the ending of that show, Moxley is literally cursing into the camera. Like this is yeah. exactly what I want. Like yeah. I want a guy being like, "Yo, fuck everybody, I'm the best." Like, yeah. I'm an adult, man. I want adult entertainment. I don't like kids entertainment. Like kids yeah. entertainment is for fucking kids. And like the first thing you learn if you do improv is don't play a kid because kids' intelligence level are too low. For you to play, so it's well, like how long, I want entertainment for that, and no disrespect to kids out there. Okay, how, wait, how how low is their intelligence? 
too low. <laughs> and on that note, I think we said it all too long. I think you got a house full of uh, uh, people, of marks. You're headed marks. up. What are you guys going to see this weekend? You're going to watch wrestling? We are heading up to, yeah, Massachusetts Sea, Jerk Mills. We're going to Beyond uh, Unsanctioned, uh, what is it? Uh, unsanctioned Territory? Beyond Unsanctioned Territory. Unsanctioned Territory, right? Yeah, it's fucking, it's awesome. Uncharted Territory. Uncharted Territory, sorry. Uncharted Territory. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's dope. We're driving up there tomorrow during the day and yeah. uh, coming back. So we're, we're fun. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be sick, dope. Sick, have fun, have fun. Well, anyway, hey, everybody, thanks for uh, 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 listening to this episode, impromptu non-studio episode. Remember, uh, vote, you know, don't vote for Kamala Harris, who stole, yeah. commandeered these, the comedians at wrestling studios tonight. Uh, 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 thanks for Tulo for filling in for our studio app. And also, remember, you go up, you want to support the show, you dig what we're doing. Uh, remember, support us the best way uh, is patreon.com slash Comedians of wrestling. Right now, you get access to our Hobbs and Shaw bonus episode and so many full archives of episodes. If you're sitting at a boring desk job or at the huggy yeah. shop and you got those earbuds yeah. in for a couple bucks, you get access to hours, 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 countless hours of yeah. entertainment. Plus, <laughs> we got our summit episode, our oh, annual man. summit episode coming up. More details coming soon. Next week, uh, the one of my guys t-shirt will be on sale. I'll have more wow. details there. Patrons will get first dibs at them. Wow. Uh, they'll have a limited number. Uh, and uh, your WrestleMania tickets, by the way, you can buy on Friday. I don't work for WWE, but I just know <laughs> they're annoying to get later sometimes, so I like to remind people. Let's yeah, go on yeah. sale Friday. And we'd like more Jabroniacs to touch down in Tampa, so maybe we can uh, get some kind of gathering of the Jabroniacs going oh, like last year, which was a killer. Dude, everybody's everybody's going this year. Everybody's going this year. Yeah, we're looking to even grow that. I mean, like, you know, that was in New York. So it's like, you know, a lot of people live in New York, blah, blah, blah. But like, we're going to show everyone, like, nah, it doesn't matter where it is. It matters, you it's know, a, it matters yeah. where we're going, baby. Yeah, baby. And uh, Iffy, we need to see that title. That's all I'm going to say yeah. about that. That's all it, right? man. Hey, everybody, thanks for supporting the show. Tulo, thanks for popping on. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, hey, Anytime, everybody, baby. keep watching Wrestling Kisses. Wednesday. When I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 